This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the MyBSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much, and welcome to our second hour. I have a couple of phone lines open if you'd like to call. Let me give you the number a little more slowly than I did right at the end of the last hour. The phone number, if you would like to call, 800-288-9227. If you like call letters, that's 800-288-WBAP. Give us a call now, won't you please? 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Let's fill those other two lines up, if you will, please. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Goldie. Goldie is a -a one-and-a-half-year-old German shepherd mix, fun-loving and playful pup who loves to become one with nature. Goldie loves to sniff every tree, every shrub, every flower she walks past. She's just getting the hang of sit and can catch treats right out of the air. Goldie isn't the best at at leash walking yet, so she'd do best in a home with a big fenced-in yard or a low-traffic apartment with easy access to a designated dog walking area. Goldie loves to run. It's pretty amazing to see her gallop at top speed with her tongue flapping in the wind. This 62-pound dog is still learning how to maneuver her big self around smaller humans without knocking them over, so she'd like a home with teens and adults only. Goldie lights up when she sees her doggy friends and loves to play chase with them, so she'd love to meet pups in the home to see if they have matching play styles. Goldie may appear confident and silly most of the time, but due to her life before being rescued by the SPCA of Texas Animal Cruelty Investigations Team, she still gets a bit nervous and overwhelmed at times and will need a patient adopter willing to work uh, with her through all of that. Don't forget, for Shelter Pet Summer, Goldie and all other adult animals at the SPCA of Texas shelters and foster homes are only $25 to adopt. Goldie is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. She absolutely sounds wonderful. Adoptions are by appointment only. To schedule a time to meet Goldie, they invite you to visit spca.org slash dogadopt spca.org forward slash dog adopt. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Goldie has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, she'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions will be available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. One word, spca.org slash findapet. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's Goldie. I hope we can get her a home. Sponsored today by Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, and Ace is the place with all of that great merchandise. With local experts who know the right questions to ask, to make sure you get everything you need and that you have the knowledge of how to use it properly. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on KT Birders Blend, 8-pound bag, or KT Songbird Blend, 7-pound bag, sale price just ten ninety nine each. KT Birders Blend Wild Bird Food is a specialty blend formulated by birding enthusiasts to attract more birds to your backyard and increase nutritional value. It includes Songbird's favorite grains with lots of energy-rich black oil sunflower seed. The wide variety of ingredients provides a healthy diet and keeps birds coming back to your feeders year-round. KT Songbird Blend is one of the highest energy wild bird foods available. This unique blend of premium seeds and grains includes peanuts to add even more energy to a mix already rich with black oil sunflower seeds. It's designed with colors, contrast, and seeds formulated to attract more colorful songbirds year-round. Ace Stores, parts of our neighborhoods, owned by people who care about our parts of town. You're going to like the Ace Hardware people because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. 
Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right. Good deal. I'm writing something down here on my log of calls. So I have that. And um, let me look at what Pete wanted. I, I guess we'll wait on him to call back again. We're having a man who has called several times losing his phone connection. We'll give him a chance. We'll move him to the top, Mike, when he calls back. Mike Bass runs my program for me and is uh, screening Pete calls <laughs> at the moment. He's losing his phone connection, um, and if he doesn't call back soon, I'll go ahead and answer, but I'd rather have him ask it so I know for sure sure what he wants. Uh, let's go to Butch in Bremond. Butch, this is Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. How are you this morning? I'm perfect. How about you? I'm good. I feel like I know you personally. I listen to you every Sunday morning. Thank you very much. I've got a terrible problem with morning glory. Okay, this is wild morning glory? Yes, sir. It's yeah. taken over everywhere for about the last three years. I, every time it comes up, I spray it around up and kill it. It rains and it comes up. I spray it around up and I'm losing ground. <laughs> where Where is it coming up? Is it in shrub beds or where is it? It started in my garden. Okay. And uh, now uh, I've got... Uh, Pins, the cattle pens around the place is getting covered up with Yeah, and folks, uh, there are a lot of different kinds of wild morning glories. Uh, one of the ones that a lot of people will see has a little white flower. It's uh, oh, silver dollar size or smaller, a 50-cent piece size. And, uh, These they are, are little blue flowers. Okay, well, this one's blue then. All right. Well, uh, is this coming from seed every year, do you think, Butch, or is it coming up from uh, from from roots of the prior year? Well, uh, I don't really know what it's coming up from, but uh, like I say, every time it comes up, it gets about two inches tall, I, I hit it with Roundup. Right. And when it comes up in the spring, here's, here's what I want you to do next year. I'm, I'm going to try to help you this year. But what I want you to watch for next year or even even this year is to see when it comes up, if you see the seed leaves, um, when a uh, when a morning glory germinates, when it sprouts from seeds, it has really odd seed leaves. They're shaped kind of like an H. I think it's a what is it, Hyundai insignia, I believe. Yeah, They're very oddly I, I shaped. Think. Do you see those? I do. All right, then that means it's coming from seeds and not back from roots. Um, if that's the case, then um, mulching will help. I'm not sure I like this answer. Don't don't judge me on this as my only answer. I get I get two parts to this answer. Uh, morning glories are are really tenacious, as as you know. Um, I don't think Roundup's going to do it because glyphosates are more for grasses. Um, but anyway, to my point, mulching will help with a lot of uh, annual uh, weeds that come up from seeds. So putting uh, three inches of mulch down might help. But the, the bigger thing would be if you can put any kind of a roll-type mulch in your garden. This is something that you buy at the garden center or the feed store that you roll out between the rows of vegetables. Uh, that will stop. That's what I've used for wild morning glories in my landscape. Um between shrubs, for example, I'll roll it out, cut it to fit, overlap it by a couple of inches, three or four inches, so that the the vines cannot come up through the seams. And uh, because it's in my landscape, I'll cover it with uh, old shredded tree leaves or something just so I don't have to look at it. In a garden, it wouldn't matter. But the roll-type mulches will allow, I'm not talking about black polyethylene plastic either, I'm talking about a, a material that looks kind of like carpet padding, but but thinner, uh, allows water and nutrients to go through, but it won't allow the weeds to come up through, and that will that will stop it. And if you do that for uh, one season, you usually can crowd these things out, and they they're gone. Uh, that would be my starting point. Broadleafed weed killers that contain. Um, uh, you can't do this around existing plants. But I was going to say broadleaf weed killers with 2,4-D in them 
will kill uh, the existing morning glories, but you, you wouldn't want to, you can't use those around uh, vegetables or shrubs or things. If you have a clear shot at it out in an open area, in turf grass area, you could do that. I don't. Uh, I I didn't even plant a garden this year because it 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 just covered everything. Then uh, then you could use the broadleaf weed killer. You could use a product containing two four D, and that will yeah. eliminate the 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 plants that are growing actively. Well, uh, the Roundup uh, wipes them out. I mean, uh, the bare dirt. But if no more than you get a rain or till it up, it comes up again. All right, and when you have them come up, are they coming up with those little seed leaves? Yeah, they are. All right, then that's that's new plants that are coming up from seeds. You're just going to have to keep after them time after time until you break that cycle. You have a new supply. You you must have seeds all through the garden. <laughs> well, I've been I've been spraying this stuff for about three years. I have I get seeds, that. Uh, I get that. But you have more seeds yet to come. Morning glories produce a lot of seeds. That's where the the mulch, the roll type mulch, put down across the garden, and then you plant. You you leave a a a, a space of maybe an inch where you don't have the roll-type mulch, and that's where you plant the beans or that's where you plant the squash, and then all you have to contend with is that inch, the the, the mulch, the roll, R-O-L-L, roll-type mulch, stops the seeds from sprouting in between the rows. That works, and that would keep or, these little things from sprouting. Or do I get this roll-type? Any, any uh, feed store would have it. Um, hardware stores would have it. Nurseries have it. They may have a better supply in the spring than they do now, but they they would have it. It's online. It's uh, one of the brands is Weed Block Landscape Fabrics. Sometimes they're sold as landscape uh, uh, roll type mulches, but they're sold in vegetable. They're used in gardens all over the world. Yeah, but this stuff is is plumb out of hands. You know, I got it. So. That's what that's what you need to do. Okay. That should do. It. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you listening to me. I hope I helped. Thank you. Thank you, Butch, very much. Have a great day. All right. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. You can get it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, or... The better way is to order it right off my website at neilsperry.com. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. Those were conscious decisions. I self-published the book, even though it it meant that I had to pay a lot of stuff up front. Um, That gave me the control over my editor and and graphic designer um, of of choosing the ones that I wanted. I wanted so much. wanted Carolyn Skye. She's fabulous. And Cindy Smith, she's fabulous. And the three of us worked together, became very good friends. We already were. We'd worked on a lot of projects together already. 344 pages, uh, hardback, not a paperback book, 840 photos printed in Texas. These were all my decisions because I wanted the book. I didn't want it to say printed in pick another country. Uh, A lot of the books are printed in China. I didn't want to say that when it says Lone Star Gardening on the cover. Good grief. So, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening now in its fifth printing, and it's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. That's a bargain for you folks, and it will pay for itself. Chapter 2 alone, which is the calendar, 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants, that chapter alone will pay for this book. If you don't think it does, if you don't think the book is worthwhile, I'll refund every penny you spend on it. 67,000 copies sold to date, and no one has requested a refund yet. So, I think you have good odds of uh, finding it very useful. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you need to know about soils and climate and and uh, hardiness zones, why I disagree with the USDA hardiness zone map. I think they need to redo it. This year proved it. Um, and then uh, chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's written for the entire state for every county. Here are the two ways you can order it, neilsperry.com or call my office Monday through Friday, like I said, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. 
or the better way is order right now at Neil Sperry and E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Four services in the church in the morning on Sunday mornings and hope you'll join us at our church. First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. I also have an important message for you from Baylor Scott and White Health. It's about a new app. You heard Stuby mention it to you just a few minutes ago. It lets you manage your health care your way so you can keep uh, yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's called the MyBSW Health app. And it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's uh, BETTER to 88408. Just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years, saying thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, and that's for the MyBSW Health app. Text BETTER to 88408. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Pete in Dallas. Pete, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I'll, I'll get right to it. Uh, we've got a, uh, a, a space that looks like it needs an ornamental tree. It faces re- the south, uh, the, the west, right. Uh, couldn't get any more facing the south, uh, the west. It would be about where our driveway meets the street, so it's a corner. And uh, I just uh, used to have years ago uh, a boat arc. I don't think that the stump is down there much anymore. But I really would like to put a nice little ornamental tree, maybe deciduous because all the other trees other than uh, a couple of evergreens that are around the house but the perimeter of the yard they're all deciduous so i just kind of feel like going with deciduous but just looking for a nice little ornamental easy maintenance uh something maybe that offers a little pop and i'd be planting it probably about 15 feet from the edge of the driveway and the edge of the uh um the street so you know, I don't, some trees may not, I think I've heard some trees don't work well close to concrete. Well, yeah, I, I would worry about the concrete. Um, an ornamental tree, a small tree, won't be a problem 15 feet away. I worry more about the branches going into the street and getting flat-sided uh, by trucks and cars and pruning crews and things. Good, um, good point. How tall do you envision this tree growing? 20 all right. Um, I think uh, one that would be, normally I would recommend to you uh, something like teddy bear magnolia, but you said you wanted it to be uh, deciduous, uh, teddy bear or little gem magnolia, uh, because they're, they're both beautiful small trees and, and uh, the, the, the best grade A++ trees. But I, I get that, and, and I think they might block the view at, at the intersection there of your driveway and the street, so I'm not going not gonna to suggest that. Uh, I, would, 
I would be tempted to go with a very large shrub train tree form. That would be either a crepe myrtle, one of the tallest of the crepe myrtles, um, and I can help you with several different varieties depending on the color you want. Or I would uh, go with possum haw holly, Warren's red possum haw holly. That is spectacular in the wintertime with red berries all over the bare branches. Uh, do you know that plant? Yeah, but we also planted a uh, uh, a uh, vitex uh, to kind of block a, uh, a, a ornamental uh, for an ornamental reason, and I I don't know if a shrub would be uh, uh, blocking a shrub, so to speak. The, the shrub, the, the vitex is good twenty feet away from where I'm planting this, but it's. Uh, uh, I, I could be wrong. You might you might be right as far as another uh, shrub. Well, vitex again, is I, uh, very different in its growth habit than than crepe myrtles and and possum haws. They are very much alike, but vitex is much more rounded, it's more spreading. I see. Uh, in fact, our city has put vitex in narrow medians, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? Because it's going to have to be. Uh, trimmed all the time uh, to keep it from scraping cars. Um, all right. Well, if you want, if you want a small tree, I think golden rain tree would be nice. Uh, that's a very pretty small tree. I, at 15 feet, it will probably be okay in the street. Uh, that worries me more than anything. You'll need to prune it up enough that, and it's it's just a lollipop. It's a big lollipop. Uh, not big. It's just a it, it's a medium sized tree. It'll get about 25 feet tall and wide. So that's 12 and a half feet either direction. That should be fine. Um, Mexican plum, I fear, would spread out into the tr- into the street too much. Um, so I'm going to rule it out, and it has lower branching. I have it along our driveway, and I love it, but I don't think it's appropriate for what you want. Um, you could look at it and see if it's if it if if it would fit your needs. Uh, red buds uh, are pretty and uh, are good they're not the, they don't have the longevity that the magnolias do i, I think i'm going to go with golden rain tree as my choice if if we need to do that i would certainly go with uh, um, uh, probably uh, uh, one of the really tall crepe myrtles not muskogee uh, that's the tallest of all of them i really don't care for that one i don't care for natchez uh, both of them freeze too easily but uh, there are some other excellent big Crepe myrtles that get 20, 25 feet tall and have beautiful trunks and, and, uh, would give you the, the look you want. That, that would be my direction personally. Or Warren's Red Possum Haw Holly. They are, uh, 20 feet tall, 8 feet wide, just beautiful, or, or 10 feet wide. But that's, you know, that's, that's where we are. Yeah. Okay. I think we lost him again. Pete. Pete's calls kept dropping on us. All right, we have Lou and McKinney and Larry and Killeen, our next two uh, uh, calls coming up. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. Uh, it is fun to talk about Wild Birds Unlimited because we get to talk about so many different species of birds as the years as the months progress through the year. Right now it's hummingbirds, although all of the birds are at our feeders right now. We have a lot of woodpeckers. Um, our uh, grandkids were at the house a couple of days ago, and I was pointing out the uh, the red-bellied woodpeckers were there feeding off the soot and just really gobbling it down. And uh, so are some of the songbirds now. They they really, since the bigger birds were not involved as much, they're finding it to be very uh, appealing to them. Uh, we have the cylindrical uh, uh, feed uh cylinders, I don't know what they're called, uh, that uh, get at Wild Birds Unlimited, and the birds love those, the cardinals. Cardinals are molting right now, and so it's almost hard to tell some of the males from the females at this season, but they are so active, and they need all this nutritious feed that Wild Birds Unlimited uh, sells. And then the hummingbird feeders. Oh, the hummingbirds. Their high-perch hummingbird feeders are the best anywhere. And uh, yes, they cost a little bit more, but they are so good. Wild Birds Unlimited, three of their stores joined together to uh, sponsor my radio broadcasts here and over at sister station KLIF in Dallas. Uh, the uh, store at uh, 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nichols and Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. That's David's store. It's been there a long time. In East Dallas, uh, uh, 
uh, Ron store has been there the longest, I think, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. And in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. That's just a mile or so north of uh, Rayburn Tollway. And that's Bertie's store, and it's been voted store of the year nationally a couple of times. These are great stores of Wild Birds Unlimited. WBU.com slash DFW. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. This whole left, they're nothing but buffoons, and the media won't call them out for that. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Sunburst Shutters. Oh, it is a joy to tell you about Sunburst Shutters because I know how pleased you'll be with the product. I know how happy you'll be meeting the people. They are really nice people. If you're thinking about upgrading your windows, I'm not talking about windows themselves. I'm talking about the window treatments. Sunburst Shutters is where you need to start. I think you may not go anywhere beyond that. These are plantation-style shutters, and they're glorious. My wife still smiles every time the subject turns to sunburst shutters. They are made of polywood, which is a man-made material. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. Each sunburst shutter is made to fit the opening uh, for for that window, that window right there, third window from the left, gets a shutter, a pair of shutters made for it. And uh, then they're brought out and assembled right in place and put in that window. And the reason for that, sure, the windows are the same size, one to the next to the next uh, in many cases, but they are not exactly the same size because the tape and bed work varies from window to window. Sunburst shutters. They also take pride in the fact that they can... Make a sunburst shutter for any type of opening in your home. So if you have a circular window, not a problem. They have uh, they have a couple of specialists on their staff that take great joy in trying to find a way to design a sunburst shutter for any opening. So you know, let them come out to your house. That's the better way. You can also go to their showroom if you prefer. Uh, it's part of the factory. But uh, the better way is to let them come to your home and bring samples and hold them up in the window for you and show you and help you choose between the two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size. Polywood is a man made material. It does not crack or warp or split or peel. Polywood shutters from Sunburst Shutters. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Here's the phone number 214 343. 2601 sunburstshutters.com 214-343-2601 sunburstshutters.com 99 years serving DFW trending now trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com Three of the Texas Democrats who fled from the special session of the legislature tested positive for COVID-19 I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. A six-vehicle fatal accident has closed southbound 35E in Louisville between the Garden Ridge Boulevard and Valley Ridge Boulevard. Traffic is backed up well under the Lake Louisville Bridge. Constructions close the number one lane of westbound North Loop 820 at 35W. Construction also blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Mostly sunny, warm, and breezy today. A few storms are possible, mainly in East Texas. High temperature 96. Tonight will be partly cloudy, isolated storms possible, overnight low 78. Monday, showers and storms are likely. High temperature on Monday, 93. Right now it's partly cloudy. We're looking at 83 degrees. Three of the Democratic state lawmakers who fled Texas to head off a Republican-backed effort to impose new voting restrictions have tested positive for COVID-19. Texas House Democratic Caucus Director Philip Martin says all three were fully vaccinated. He did not release their names or conditions. Two of the lawmakers were among a group that met with Vice President Kamala Harris, but they were not in close contact with the vice president. 
Republicans and others have criticized those Democrats after a photo showed them on a charter flight to Washington without wearing any masks, although masks are not required on private flights. Catholics in the Diocese of Dallas will soon be obligated to once again attend Sunday Mass in person. In March of last year, Bishop Edward Burns waived that obligation for safety reasons because of the pandemic. That will be lifted on August 15th. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. I want to tell you about Arborological Services once again. They're going to be coming back to our house. I have some other work that I've kind of put off for several years along the county roads, some trees that are in an old fence row. And, you know, they haven't been threatening our house at all. They're way up there where it doesn't matter much, but they kind of they don't look good. And I said to Steve Hauser, I really would like when you guys have a breather, I'd like to have your guys come just kind of clean them up for me. I think we're going to put a different kind of fence up, and I'd like to get it looking a lot better. And so they're going to be coming out sometime in the next month or two. It's kind of on their schedule, and and I'm looking forward to that. These folks do it right. If you have a tree that is in uh, an important part of your landscape, it's just really the focal point of your landscape, you need to have them look after that tree. Trees are such valuable parts of our gardens. If you have a tree that is compromised in some way and you need to have it turned around, if anybody can do it, Arborological Services can. If you have a tree that has a a branch, a limb that is uh, jeopardizing your roof or a car or something else where it's hanging, you're worried about it, uh, you need arborological services to to take that limb down. I saw a Bradford pear, a big Bradford pear yesterday that's going to split before too many more years. Took a photo of it and uh, I'm, I'm just saying between you and me, arborological services really needs to take that tree down before it splits and hurts somebody. Arborological Services. Here's their phone number. It, uh, they're a local company, totally local. Dallas, Tarrant Counties, Southern Denton, and Collin Counties. 866-552-7267. Make note of that number. It's 866-552-7267. On the web, they are arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. My my website, that's an odd little sound, my website is neilsperry.com. And uh, if you go to my website, that's where you can buy my latest book, Lone Star Gardening. That's the only place you can buy it, short of calling my office. Um, not in stores, not on Amazon. It's the only place you can sign up for Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. Can't even call my office and do that. You have to do it right there on the website at neilsperry.com. And it's the place, the only place you can find my 1001 frequently asked questions and my answers to them. I also have archived there the information on uh, rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale. All of that available to you at neilsperry.com. Hope you'll go there. Look around a little bit. Maybe bookmark it. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you, sir. Let's go to Lou in McKinney. Lou, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. My husband asked me to call. He's the one that will be doing the treatment. But our beautiful crepe myrtles have something on them that looks like mealy bugs, little tufts of cotton. What's mm-hmm. the treatment? That's the crepe myrtle bark scale I just mentioned. That is uh, an insect. And um, uh, it uh, first showed up in Collin County 
first time in the United States in, in the Western Hemisphere in 2004 in Richardson. And in 2007, it, it moved into McKinney and uh, into our Cray Myrtle Trails of McKinney. I have, um, I mentioned that, that it's, uh, there's a, a link on my website at neilsperry.com, but you can also go to crepemyrtletrails.org, the website of the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney, and uh, click there on uh, basic care and uh, pest control, and, and you'll find a very lengthy write-up on what, what you can do for it. It's not a particularly harmful uh, insect. It's just annoying as all get out, and it is ugly. Um, yeah. It boils down to this, and I'll, I'll go ahead and give the answer, but it you know, rather than trying to write all this down, I'd, I'd refer you to the website, to crapemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crapemyrtletrails.org. Um, the uh, crepe myrtle bark scale um, is best addressed with a systemic insecticide called imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. It can be used as a spray now uh, to, to spray the existing insects, but the better treatment is in mid-May to use a soil drench around the plants so that it's there waiting on them when they show up uh, to, uh, to keep them ever from developing. And so it's too late for that now for this year, but, but you can still spray. Uh, you need to look also for a, a, the, the larval form of a ladybug called the, the, uh, twice stabbed ladybug. It'll be, the adult is black with the two red spots on its back, on its wings, hence the twice stabbed ladybug. They are voracious eaters. They're, they're predators of this scale. They will clean them up like a vacuum cleaner. They're fabulous. The, the, the nymphs, the young ladybugs look like little Gila monsters. They look totally different from the, uh, from the adult beetles. And so you need to learn what those look like. There's a photo on my, on the crepemyrtletrails.org website. Um, and, and so that you can recognize if you have those, don't spray. Let them do their job. Um, the, the next thing that I need to tell you, and all this is outlined in that lengthy thing that, that Mike Merchant and I wrote, um, the next thing that you need to know is that the uh, crepe myrtle bark scale gives off a sticky residue, a honeydew that coats the leaves and the trunk and then black sooty mold will grow in that honeydew. Uh, it'll also grow on the trunk. It'll grow on the pavement beneath or on, on a car. If there's a car beneath, anything. It, it's just the sooty mold fungus. The fungus is of no harm. It's just ugly as can be. Uh, to control the fungus, you control the insect. Um, we have uh, some board members on our Crepe Myrtle Trails board who um, are not horticulturists, and they still worry more about the fungus than they do about the insect. And it's the insect that we have to be concerned about. And, and again, it's all cosmetic, but it's the insect that we have to deal with. And that's where the imidacloprid comes in. All of that is at crepemyrtletrails.org and uh, click on basic care and pest control and you'll, you'll have all of it. Oh, well, thank you. Our crepe myrtles are just outstanding this year. Oh. It's a great year for them. We had a little bit of loss on the, on El Dorado Parkway. Uh, to the variety Tuscarora, that's the one that, and you'll see some of them wrapped with a, the city has wrapped some of them with a, uh, a, a, a pink wrap, just uh, the banding to mark those that need to be pruned some. But uh, the rest of them, the 99% of them look so nice. They're really at peak bloom right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. And spell that uh, chemical, the one that I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. It's the most common insecticide out there now. Very common. All right. Well, thank you. We really appreciate your help. And when we get in a bind, my husband always comes in and says, you need to call your friend Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Lou. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Yeah, We have Lou, Larry, and Luther here in in a row. Let's go to Larry and Killeen now. Larry, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. I have the uh, uh, dwarf yupon holly. Okay. And it uh, 
It borders my steps going to my house. I have like 18 of them, but the first two next to the sidewalk have created holes in them the size of like a softball, and it's all dead in there. And I don't. And in your book here, it said there should be no disease or insect problems with that species. Right. And and so you have an area where the leaves turn brown in in a space that size. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's you you say holes, and that's what you're talking about. The leaves turn brown. Well, they disappear. I mean, it's it's just you put your fist in there. There's no stem. There's nothing. There's stem all the way down, but it's all dead, like. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, but at some point the leaves didn't just disappear; they they turned brown, or they did dis- disappear overnight. Sometime. Yeah, they disappeared. Okay, I'm 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 asking for a reason. I'm not trying to trick you. If they just disappeared overnight, then something had or, or in a 24-hour period something had to eat them, and that would have been caterpillars at some point. I don't know what or when, but but uh, if they just disappeared. Uh, I have seen a couple of occasions of dwarf yopon where leaves turn brown and were on the plant for probably a month uh, in an area like that. They were brown maybe two months, and then they fell off and there were dead twigs there. But that's why I kept asking if they if they were brown and stayed on, but you, you said they just disappeared. So if they just disappeared, it was something that is now gone. And uh, all you can do is trim out those areas and, and encourage the plants to, re, uh, to, to regrow, to fill back in. Uh, there, I, got, I got 18 of them going up my, to my steps, but uh, they only happen on the one, two bottom ones next to the sidewalk. Right. And that's just the coincidence of it all. Okay, so it's a... A bug of some kind or insect? Uh, from what you have given me as facts, that's all I can figure. I, I don't have much to go on. You Should just I be able to see the bug or insect? Not now. If this happened some time ago and the leaves are gone, and you could have when it happened, you probably could have seen droppings. I have no idea what did it because I've never seen that happen. Okay, well, I probably, uh, it, it, it happened, it, it was kind, it's kind of an ongoing thing here. I go down there, and then I trim out as much as I can, hoping that it will regrow. Okay, and what happens? Sometimes it'll come back. In the, okay, I'm, I'm needing more facts. It comes back in the areas that were were bare. It fills yes, back in. Is that yes, what you sir. mean? Yes, sir. That's good. That's what you want it to do. <laughs> but I want to stop it from happening. I thought you said it comes back. All right. Here, here is what I'm going to suggest. Put a high nitrogen fertilizer on it, like you would put on your lawn grass, to to cause it to put out a lot of new growth. This is a good time to do that. If you haven't fertilized in the last six or eight weeks, fertilize it with a high nitrogen or all nitrogen lawn food. Water it deep, water them deeply, and see if that doesn't promote some good new growth. If you have been pruning these things regularly for several years, they may have run out of juice. Dwarf yopons can be pruned for a while, but if we keep them too short for too long, then they run out of steam. I have some in my landscape that I'm going to, re- I've been there 44 years, I'm going to replace for the third time. This will be the third batch of them. The first two have just worn out. And and that happens. And and I knew it when I started pruning them. I needed something that height, and I knew that I would wear them out. And when that time came, it's time to replace them. That happens. It happens to any shrub that we prune repeatedly. So that may be what's happening. But, Larry, without any more detail than just the, the plants are dying, I, I you know, I can't go any farther. I'm I'm way behind now on getting my last break in. I, I thought that I knew what you had when I saw it on the call screen, but that's what I would do to try it. And it may be that you need to replace some of the plants. I don't know. I appreciate your call. I'm sorry I wasn't able to help you better. Thank you. 
I will come back and go to Luther in Pelican Bay, and I'll try to help him. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is the go-to garden reference. I think it would help you. It's written for the entire state of Texas. And uh, I worked with Carolyn Skye, my editor, and Cindy Smith, my graphic designer, so that we uh, could all feel like we had put out the best book possible. Uh, when we finished, Cindy said, Neil, are you aware that you've used 840 of your photographs? I, I had no idea. 344 pages. It's on high-quality paper and printed in San Antonio at uh, Clear Visions and bound in San Antonio at Universal Book Bindery. And uh, that may, I think it's the only bindery of its sort in the state of Texas. Those were important to me as I made decisions on the book because I wanted to be able to say this is all about Texas, Lone Star Gardening. This book is nothing like the old complete guide to Texas gardening with the cowboy boots. This one has Adirondack chairs. Don't please, I beg of you, don't go into a store and buy the cowboy boot book. That one is, I, I still get a royalty on that book, so I stand to make something if you do that, but it's just so out of date. That was written in 1991, 30 years ago, and it's so out of date. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. The 11 chapters cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas, lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is that calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. That's the cost of a bag of fertilizer or maybe a shade tree or two. It's really, I think you're going to find that it will be a, a real a boon to your gardening endeavor. Order it from my website or call my office. Those are the two places you can get it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. The phone number to my office, Monday through Friday, 800 752 Grow, 800-752-4769, or you can uh, order from my website. That's the office phone number. The order from the website at neilsperry.com, and that uh, is something you can do right now, and I'll be clearing those orders off later today, signing this evening at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex, turning landscape dreams into reality. With 20 22 acres, WizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But that name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product that's manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means you get tons of added value, such as roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to to help you along the way. Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to their website, MuellerInc.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877 268 
888-888-3553 or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Stuby, thank you very much, and thanks to Baylor Scott and White. Very, very much they have just renewed for another whole year, and I'm proud to have them here. Let's go to Luther in Pelican Bay. Luther, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. Long-time listener, occasional caller. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, what I'm asking is, what is I live out in Pelican Bay where the soil is real sandy, mm-hmm. and what would be a good and hardy shade tree that is extremely fast-growing? You know, my wife and I are in her 60s, but we'd like something that might produce a little shade. I'm having to take down a couple of shade trees back there that are so diseased they're not going to make it. And I was looking well, for the, a replacement tree. The problem is that all of the fast-growing trees, Luther, have very serious fatal flaws and have very short life expectancies. When uh-huh. you get fast growth, you get very weak wood, and that's why Bradford pears split, and that's why cottonwoods have cottonwood borers and cotton root rot, and that's why silver maples have uh, have uh, uh, the uh, uh, the insect and disease problems they have and so forth all the way down the line. Uh, I've always made it my practice not to recommend. I, in fact, I used to kid when I was about 25 years old that my tombstone could say he never recommended a fast-growing shade tree. Now that I'm now that I'm older than you are, I don't want that on a. I don't want to talk about tombstones. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're you're much better off to go with a high quality tree, and buy a larger tree. Just invest in a in a nice specimen that is larger, and then water the dickens out of it. And, and okay. use nitrogen on it to make it grow faster. Schumard red oak, chinkapin oak, bur oak. Uh, Steve Hauser, the arborist, has said bur oak is his favorite fast-growing quality tree. It's not as fast as the racehorses, but it'll live 20 times longer without any problems. So yeah, that's that's the direction you need to go. Stay away from the fast-growing trees. Most of them, a lot of them died in the winter this year. The ash trees all froze, for example. I'm out of time, but but that is my word to live by, is don't go with fast-growing trees. That's a horrible criterion. So anyway, I appreciate your call, and thank you so much. Folks, have a great week. We'll be back live next week as well. Mike Bass, nice job. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.